Right, time now to look at the rural property market, and we do that with the GM of Rural Property Brokers, Conrad Wilkshire. Good morning, Conrad. How are you? Morning, Hamish. Morning, Dom. Yeah, good. Morning. Hey, look, what's going on in the background there? You sound like you're somewhere pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah well, it is. It's, uh, we're out at uh, Westbury Stud there at Karakaway. We're part of the NZ Realtors Rural Conference, and we're being, uh, yeah, had Russell Warwick has just shown us around an absolute brilliant start. And, uh, yeah, it's fair to say uh, the country's in good heart. If this driveway's anything to go by. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that, that, that's picture postcard stuff, isn't it, out there at uh, Westbury there. Great part of the yeah. country. Uh, right, let's uh, talk uh, this uh, fresh water, the, the policy statement around that and, and the implications for real estate. Well, look, I think the first thing is that, I mean, there has been an, an awful lot of conversation with farmers around changes in freshwater standards and what the implications are for farming policies. And it's, I think uh, those in farming are actually becoming more and more aware that these policies are actually in force. Uh, but I think a lot of the focus has been on Canterbury and Southland, but actually these standards apply across all regional authorities up and down the country. And I think there's maybe a bit of a gap in understanding around that in the first place. And it's, it's all zeroing in on the intensification of farming, particularly winter grazing and particularly dairy. So, you know, it's it's interesting there are a whole range of regional plans up and down the country under the regional authorities, but actually this one sits over the top. So it's, we've spoken about it before, Dom, but it's kind of pancaked on top of each other, but actually in reality it applies to all farms up and down the country and it has implications, particularly from a, a real estate perspective, because, um, you know, what you think you have consented and what you can actually do, particularly if you've only been partially using your consent, um, or it conflicts with the, you know, the, the new standard, um, it can all get a bit tricky. And uh, all regional authorities have to have this adopted by December 24, which actually sounded a little way away when it came out in 2020, but it's actually not very far away at all, particularly if you think about farms will go into contract this year, but they won't settle to, to next year. And obviously 2024 will be their first year of farming under the new ownership. So it, it's, all, it's all very real now for people looking at the market. So the advice then surely would be obviously for people to, um, uh, you know, if, if you're looking at selling or buying in, in this environment then, uh, geez, you've really got to do your homework, don't you? Yeah, and actually I think I'd actually say to, to our farmer listeners is actually across the board, it's not even those just preparing their property or thinking about their property from a sale point of view, but actually some of this uh, work could actually be um, good time invested, particularly over the winter on some of these very wet days, is actually just doing a little bit of homework full stop but particularly for those that are contemplating a sale or looking at the options um yeah there are some pretty some 101s i don't want to bore your listeners to death but there are a couple there dom that i could probably rattle off that might be worth thinking about well give give, yeah. give us a couple of headliners then okay if i put you to sleep you let me know but yeah <laughs> the, the um but i think you know i think the first thing is just actually have a review of all the consents that are held and get really clear on that and and it might sound you know like in is the infrastructure that's actually consented actually where it is? And it's like bore locations and and uh, well well records and all that sort of thing. And those water use records, particularly for those that are irrigating, that's really important. But also um, the one that actually can trip a lot of people up is actually the evidence of the actual land use. And while each regional authority has different reference periods, as it relates to the fresh water standards that sits above all of it, is the 2014 to 2019, and just being really clear, particularly around winter cropping and what was actually cropped, because you know some of the reporting obligations now in terms of being able to evidence that are quite onerous. And so 
Um, yeah, it's, it's five years there as a reference period. And, you know, having a look, looking at the dairy farms, uh, a lot of people uh, need to be really clear on what the effluent storage requirements are and the obligations around that. You know, the great majority of dairy farmers, I believe, are. But actually having good records of all that, um, greenhouse uh, GHG numbers, methane, nitrous oxide, and what the estimates sit around that. And in you know, the end of the water, in terms of where the water is, the dairy shed, the domestic, and the stock water, and the details that are around that. So, if you're still with me, it's quite a list, and it's and really I'm only uh, sort of going once over lightly. But for our part, we're really engaging with a lot of professionals and trying to get them alongside our farmers, uh, particularly for those looking at doing DD. But the, the vendors typically, are, you know, one of the reasons some of them might be thinking about an exit is all the compliance and all the various things that go with it. But for the buyer, that obligation is, is very apparent. So we're trying to work best between the two to try and marry it up. And mm. the more time we allow and the less, less questions that get raised during the marketing period, the better. The more information up front and the more transparent it all is. And the transparency is more around just the time it takes to pull it together. There's nobody, nobody's withholding information, but some of these records aren't always all to hand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, when you look at that, I mean, it's um, you're right, you're right to say you got to, you know, you get the professionals in to uh, you know look at the, I guess you know dig into the nitty gritty of these things because um, there's clearly a lot to get your head around. The, oh, the, the, yeah. You know, getting a headache just thinking about um, just what you've mentioned so far. Just if you had to go through that process, my God, it could just be so laborious. Or if you think in practical terms, some people are looking at winter grazing now, bringing it in-house, the cost of feed, and actually maybe growing more feed on farm. These are all rational decisions that farmers should be considering, particularly as the cost inflation is creeping in. But actually some of that isn't as straightforward as you might perceive under these new standards. And getting getting advice on that sooner rather than later would be, you know, I think, particularly in these winter months, I know most many yeah. farmers, particularly under carving right now, are pretty tapped out, but getting maybe putting somebody else on the job to do the work and do some homework for you um, could be high gain. Yeah, it sounds to me, Conrad, like it's more than a couple of rainy afternoons, isn't it? But it's it, you yeah. can't like it's like it, I know it's minuscule in comparison. But when somebody's marketing a residential property and they don't have everything in line, it's just a big hold up. And but some of the things you're talking about there, I mean, you, you I, I just about say you just about definitely if you're considering selling, get all that done, have it all done. Well, it, yeah. We'll put it this way, it can be literally thousands and thousands of dollars a hectare, the difference between yes. a, conf- a confident uh, proposal and one that's left some questions. Because what the market typically does, and I've, I think I've said this before too, but the market always discounts uncertainty. Oh, the, the quote book, quote book, that is... That is you, it's a good you, one, you, that one. Your, your, your point about confidence... Because once people start asking questions, man, you lose interest. As a que- when you're asking those questions, you tend to lose interest pretty quickly, don't you? So that well, you that's just, great. You just tend to dial it back, you know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, um, but uh, look, the good news is the market is in good heart, and next yep. year you know, we're getting some quality listings even through the winter period, and there's real there is real demand. And you know, we see you know for the underlying valuations that support our strong primary sector uh, across the board are in good shape, and you know we you know what we're Obviously, we're paid to be optimistic, but we're seriously, genuinely actually looking forward to this season, we think. Um, while there's definitely some cost inflation and some issues impacting farmer confidence overall, um, the rural real estate market, in terms of the underlying valuations, we, we believe are in good shape. Yeah. Right out, Conrad. What was that again? Just quickly give me that quote again. It's uns- oh, the, the, market, the market always discounts. Uh, it was, it was, it was, we, we people aren't confident. 
Yeah. Market always discounts it. Market always discounts uncertainty. Yeah, that's it. that's the yeah, one. That, that, that's that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Do you want me to remind you of your previous best? Seeing as that you're swanning no, no, out, no, swanning no, no, out no, on no, a farm, no. to, a nice, <laughs> on a nice horse stud today. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah. I think we should close the call. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Thanks very much, Conrad. That is property brokers GM of rural there, Conrad uh, Wilkshire. The market always discounts uncertainty. You'll use that. Um, I am going to because the number of times. You're having to flesh out information after you've listed a property and put it on the market. Oh, no, I didn't know, you know, I oh, didn't realise you had to. Well, you try and get it all, but uh, there you go. The market always discounts uncertainty. I reckon that is brilliant. It's on the money, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we've had a couple of good ones from Conrad, including you could throw a spud over and catch a snapper. <laughs> Fishing off Whanganui was one day there. What was his other one? Oh, you know, he's oh, closer to the truth than you realise. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah. yeah. What, a, what a wise man. Oh, yeah, look, I tell you what. Um, and uh, I still love, I still think Cameron Bagri's around the Auckland, all around the New Zealand housing market is still pretty good. If you eat like an elephant, don't expect to pass wind like a mouse. <laughs> yeah. Radio Ag Recovery CEO, uh, the two main plastic collection programs in NZ, the uh, primary sector, Ag Recovery and Plastback. Uh, look, have agreed to work together. So let's find out more about that next here on Rex.